Snap Studios. When I came across the genie, and she asked what was my wish, I told her golden diamonds and she served them on a dish. I snatched it off and ran away, but never asked the price. But the genie doesn't work for free. And now she wants my life. Oh no, very expensive. You listen to Spooked. Stay. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate. Then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. From KQED and PRX, you've crossed over to Spooked. Northern Michigan. It's deer hunting season, wintertime out in the woods, and the hunters say, you can't eat if you don't shoot. Which is almost never true, because you got a cooler full of food back at the cabin, pot of all-day jalapeno chili simmering away, and I don't even know why I'm carrying this rifle. You may know that in several decades of traipsing this spot of land, I've never once fired a shot. In fact, the only instance that I'm absolutely guaranteed to see a deer is when I stop pretending I'm going to shoot one and put the gun down. The last time, I lowered my rifle barrel completely because I'm fumbling around for a flask of whiskey, making up all kinds of racket. I look up to see a beautiful 12-point buck silhouetted in the winter fog, more like a Patronus than a stag not 30 feet away and it is magical him staring right back at me right back through me proud haughty disdainful for like a full 10 seconds before leaping off into the bush and I want him to come back I want to keep communing with this other soul even though I know it's a really bad idea for him to stick around because if I don't shoot Someone else most certainly will. These woods are chock full of orange vests, but somehow, and I can't tell you why, but I know I'm certain that, try as they might, no bullet, no arrow will ever graze this animal. Now. 
welcome, magical creatures and where to find them for this story. Spook travels to Oaxaca, Mexico to meet Saulo. And as a teen, Saulo grew up riding his bike, hunting, exploring the beaches and forests of his homeland, a place where the supernatural is just as natural as nature itself. Saulo's mom, she knew this. She always told her son to beware the creatures of the night, but would he listen? You know he wouldn't listen. Spooked. En Oaxaca, por lo general, naces, naces en un ambiente paranormal. Todo lo que tenga que ver con lo paranormal, lo esotérico, lo mágico. In Oaxaca, you are basically born in a paranormal environment. Everything that has to do with the supernatural, the esoteric, the magical, the occult. It's our bread and butter from the moment you are born until you die. Desde que era niño, se nos comentaba mucho que, que la noche no es, ya no es horario. Para Since I was a child, we were often told that we shouldn't stay out late. It wasn't just because something bad could happen, but it was mostly because of the beliefs that most of the townsfolk have towards darkness. That's why our parents always kept us inside. Why do you think you can't go out if there's aire malo? They would tell us. Cuando se dice que hay aire malo, la sensación del lugar donde estás cambia completamente. Se vuelve un lugar, se vuelve muy frío. When we say that there's aire malo or bad air, we mean that the feeling of a place shifts and becomes weird. It always happens in the middle of the night. The air becomes cold. The tension is so thick that you can cut it with a knife. It's as if someone or something is watching you, surrounding you, but you can't see it. My mother told me My mom told me once about an experience she had. At the time, she was like six or seven years old. She lived with her grandfather, who was a fisherman, and they would often travel during the wee hours of the morning to make deliveries. He would go to the big cities and trade fish for beans, rice, things like that. So that day, before they leave, my mom and grandpa wait until the rooster crows. Because leaving before the rooster crows, it's bad luck. Then, they join a caravan and leave for the city. The journey there is very dark, but they are guided by the reflection of the moon. My mother is riding a mule at the back, while her grandfather is at the front. Then, all of a sudden, she feels the air change. She looks around and she starts to feel like she's being watched. That aire malo. And when she looks at the trees next to her, 
she sees a shadow walking through the branches. She hears a rustling noise. But it's not an animal. No animals live in this area. So she looks closer and she can see the shadow of a little person. Then this shadow thing is on the treetops. Jumping from one tree to the other. So she starts to feel afraid. When she looks up, she notices it's already above her, hanging from a branch. La cosa ya estaba arriba de ella en una rama. And that's when she sees it. Parecía un niño. It looks like a kid. Pero no lo distingue totalmente. Pero she can't see all its features. But what she can see is a disfigured face. Y sus ojos. And its eyes. Sus ojos rojos. It has red eyes. She jumps off the mule and catches up with her grandfather in the front. She's freaked out. Then her grandfather says to my mom, que la criatura que había visto era un chaneque. That creature is called a chaneque. He tells her that those creatures live there and that she should not be afraid of them. La palabra chaneque pues es quien cuida la casa, ¿no? Quien cuida el lugar. The word chaneque is a word in Nahuatl that means the home protectors or those who guard a place. The name changes depending on where you live. In the Mayan language, you call them aluches. In Oaxaca, we call them chaneques. They are the guardians of the forests, the jungles, beaches, the animals. When some people step into the forest, they ask the chaneques for permission to walk around, cut a tree, or hunt an animal. They can even help you if you are lost. Hay unos que son más, más oscuros. But some chaneques are more evil and have darker intentions. They will play tricks on you, hurt you if you bump into them, punch you, scare you, take you with them. Desde que era más pequeño ya lo escuchaba. I remember when I was young, people would usually tell me, don't go to the river by yourself because you might run into chaneques. But my friends and I would go check the river to see if we could find anything. But nope. Si no habíamos nada. Never saw anything. No le tomaba tanta seriedad y todo eso. So I never take these stories too seriously. Mucho tiempo después, como a los 14, 15 años, yo tenía un grupo de amigos muy cercanos que íbamos a la... So, flash forwards, I'm about 14, 15 years old. I have a group of very close friends who go to the same school. And after school, we would go home and play soccer, or we go to the countryside with rifles to hunt quails or iguanas. Hornices, 
directo las iguanas y aparte se pegaba al papá de uno de ellos. The father of one of my friends also hangs out with us. Su nombre era Don Tello. His name is Don Tello. Don Tello is an adult with a child's heart. He has this house near the beach where he keeps horses and chickens. One day, we are playing soccer when Don Tello suddenly says, Te vamos a jugar y después vamos por unos huevitos de tortuga. Let's play for a little more and then let's go to the beach and get some turtle eggs. At the time, for people who live near the beach, it's normal for them to harvest turtle eggs and eat them. It was common to see people selling eggs at street markets, just like someone who sells bread, who sells atole, tamales. But now it's no longer allowed. We can stay the night at the beach, Don Tello says. And then we can return the next morning. I need to ask my mom for permission because we would be out very late. And being a teenager, it's difficult to get permission. So I asked Don Tello to go ask her personally. And my mom is cool with it and allows me to go. We don't mention that we're going to pick turtle eggs. Eight o'clock in the evening, Don Tello picks us up. We got our backpacks with flashlights and other camping supplies. We arrive at his house, which is near the beach, and he tells us that we're going to live on horseback because it's a long trip. He already has the horses ready. We take two rifles and we leave around 11 o'clock at night. I'm riding a horse with one of my friends. My other two friends are on a different horse, and Don Tello's riding his own horse in the front. The only light is from the moon. Rompen las olas, el estruendor, cómo se ve el paisaje, las, los empedrados. I hear the sound of the waves breaking, the rumble, and I can see the landscape full of rocks in the moonlight. Pues la actitud a todo dar, no, la locura, no. We're having a blast, going crazy. Pues la aventura, no. We are on an adventure. Nos encantaba la aventura. And we love adventures. We're chatting the entire way, and we finally get to the turtle nesting site. We get off the horses, tie them up to a tree nearby, we sit down and light a small campfire. Then we lie on the sand and wait. Eventually, we see about 20 turtles arrive. They begin making their nests. They use their flippers to shape the sand, 
And then they like clean the area and start digging a large round hole for the nests. Es como no sé si has visto los programas de National Geographic. Tú quieres estar ahí, ¿no? It's like watching National Geographic on TV, but we were like right there, seeing it firsthand. Once they drop their eggs, they begin to cover the nests with sand using their flippers. Then, the turtles leave the nest and crawl back to the ocean. That's when we jump in and start grabbing eggs left and right, and we put them into buckets. Son como unas pelotitas de, de golf, pero blanditas. They look like golf balls, but they're soft. The plan is to eat them the next day. And by the way, I'm the only one who isn't really interested in eating the turtle eggs. Yo me conformaba solamente con ir y ver a los animales. I just want to see the turtles. Ya que lo juntan, nos sentamos, nos volvemos a sentar a orilla de la playa. Once we finish picking the eggs, we sit down on the beach and start chatting again. After a while, we realize around two hours have passed. It's maybe around 1.30 in the morning. So we think, okay, that was cool. Let's go home now. So we get back on our horses. And we head towards the shore for about 100 meters. Y en eso, uno de mis amigos... No señala. And in that very moment, one of my friends says, ¿Ya vieron lo que está allá? Are you seeing what I am seeing? Había, había una sección como un empedrado. He points to an area full of rocks where the waves are crashing. And he says, Es que hay gente. There are people. We don't see anything. We even say, you're crazy. We think he's messing with us, trying to scare us. Ahí hay gente. Acabo de ver, de verdad. There are people there. I just saw them, really, he says. I saw a person come out of the rocks, then go back in. Nah, that can't be true, we say. There's nothing. But we're still looking around, and then again he says, Ahí está, ahí está. There it is, there it is. And when he says this, this time, we are dumbfounded. We spot the silhouettes of like four or five people who are playing. They look like children running around and laughing. Carcajadas. <laughs> It's like a shriek or a harsh laugh. But I don't think it's children. But I have no other explanation. 
Why would they be out here so late? I suggested on Tello that maybe he should turn on the flashlights. He said, no, 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 espérate. And he says, no, 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 wait. So we go about 50 meters closer, and the horses are starting to get skittish. We feel that aire malo. And then, finally, Don Tello says, Ya no caminen. Stop. Es cuando ya escuchamos más definido cómo se están riendo, como que están jugando. It is then we hear more laughter, more sounds of playing. Están chacoteando en, entre la espuma de donde rompen las olas y las piedras. They are running around by the waves and the rocks. They're jumping and hiding. Don Tello shouts. Les grita, hey, chamacos, ¿qué hacen aquí? Hey, kids, what are you doing here? ¿Qué están haciendo? What are you doing? Ni nos toman en cuenta, eh? They don't respond or even notice us. It's like we don't exist. And that's when Don Tello tells us, Ya sé qué son. I know what they are. Los quiero ver. I want to see them. That's when it all clicks for me. They must be the chaneques. I'm really scared, but I'm also curious. I want to see what they look like. So I say to Don Tello, Voy a prender la lámpara. I'll turn on my flashlight. And he nods. So I grab my flashlight. It's one of those flashlights with a long range, and I turn it on and point the light at them. The moment the light hits them, they stop playing and turn around. Me quedé, no, no pude ni articular. I feel like I couldn't even say a thing. Y primera vez asimilaba todo lo que me habían contado cuando era niña. For the first time, I'm seeing everything that they told me as a child. Eran unos seres de mucho metro, estaban desnudos. They are beings of maybe one meter tall, naked. I move the flashlight downwards to see whether they are male or female. But they don't have genitals. Volteo a ver la su cara de ellos. So I look at their faces. Y su cara era como de unas personas ancianas, desfiguradas, así feas. The skin is very wrinkly, disfigured, ugly. I notice that one of them has a chunk of its ear torn apart. 
Fue una acción muy rápida. It's a very quick moment. Cuatro o cinco segundos. Four or five seconds. Los chaneques nos estaban mirando fijamente. The chaneques are staring at us. It's a heavy, numbing, violent stare. They growl at us. Gruñen entre un gruñido como de una bestia, como un animal gruñen. It's the growl of a beast, an animal. They open their mouths. Their crooked teeth are separated by gaps. The teeth they do have are sharpened to a point. Los caballos relinchan, se ponen bien ariscos. The horses start freaking out again. And I know I'm in danger. Se te eriza la piel, te da miedo. I get goosebumps. I'm scared. I can't believe what I'm seeing. Vimos cómo se abalanzaron sin nosotros y donde iban a correr. Then they start moving forward, like they are preparing to run towards us. Y empiezan a reírse. They start laughing. Al relinchar el caballo, pues me tiró. No alcancé a... That's when my horse neighs and bucks me off, and I fall into the sand. I can't feel the pain because of the adrenaline and the fear running through my body. My friends also fall off the horses, and of course, nobody knows where the rifles are. As the horses run away, we see the turtle legs falling out of the buckets. Ya no pude ni gritar. I can't even scream. Lo único que quería era salir de ahí. All I want to do is get out of here. Together, we start running away, but we start feeling something from behind. My friends run in front of me, and as they pass me, they are screaming, y me dicen, no voltees, no voltees. Don't look back, don't look back. Y nos metemos entre unos manglares y nos quedamos en un árbol. We get into some mangroves and hide under a tree. I'm so scared. I don't know what is going to happen. I thought they could do something to us. Nobody is saying anything now. The horses are gone. We don't know where they are. Llegué a pensar que los chineques nos estaban molestando porque habíamos tomado... Los huevos de tortuga. I start to think that maybe the chaneques are messing with us because we grabbed the turtle eggs. Suddenly, we start to hear footsteps around our tree. We can hear laughter. <laughs> It sounds like they are surrounding us. Every time they're walking, 
particular kicking sound. No había nada que nos mostraría la vista y había luna, pero no lográbamos verlos. Even though there is moonlight, it's hard to see them. We start to hear the laughter getting closer and louder, and we get more afraid. They are mocking us. And then, all of a sudden, we don't hear anything anymore. There's no laughter. There's nothing. Deep down, we are all still freaking out. Esperamos escondidos debajo del árbol como una hora a que amaneciera. We hide under that tree for another hour, silently, until sunrise. We wait until the rooster crows. We check our watches and it's about 4.30 a.m. That's when Don Tello says, Ahora sí, ya vámonos ya. We can go now. Dice, hay que ir a buscar los animales. We have to go get the horses. Caminamos, encontramos un manglar y vemos que hay como una pequeña lagunita. So we walk and we find a mangrove swamp. And we see that there's like a small lagoon and the horses are there. One of them doesn't have its saddle on. And then we spot a trail of turtle legs laying in the sand. Y ya uno de mis amigos agarró lo que era suyo, lo recogió y lo volvió a meter en sus tambos. And one of my friends, he starts grabbing them and puts them in the buckets again. Montamos y nos vamos. Then we hop on the horses and we head home. No one says anything along the way. So the sun is now up and we arrive at Anteo's house. He unpacks her stuff and ties the horses up. Es ahí donde nos dice Anteo, vengan. And that's when Anteo says, "Come here." Dice, ya vieron cómo vienen los animales, dicen le hicieron trenzas. Did you notice the horses? They are braided. We approach the horses and we all see that their manes are braided. The braids are very well made as if someone had combed it. And I'm just like, there is no way. ¿Quién es usando juicio va a trenzar a unos animales en en, en el monte a altas horas de la noche. Who would be braiding a horse's mane in the countryside so late at night? I tell Don Tello, I had heard about this. I've heard that chaneques would do this to horses, but I didn't believe it. Pues ya ven, chamacos, se nos, nos jugaron mal, dice hoy los chaneques. He says, so now you see, chamacos, those were the chaneques messing with us. When he says that, it confirms what we had experienced. After that, 
we all eat breakfast and go home. Once I get home, my mom serves breakfast again. I sit at the table and we start talking. She asks, so how was it? How's the beach at night? I tell her it was cool. We had a great time. I obviously didn't tell her what happened because if I did, she wouldn't let me go out at night again. ¿Cómo? Ahí con mi mamá. Y a la calle otra vez, ir a jugar fútbol otra vez con los amigos y vuelvo otra vez la misma rutina de los fines. So I have breakfast with mom and then I go out to play soccer with my friends as we would do every weekend. No one says a thing about the night before. Creo que unos añitos después le conté. I tell my mom a few years later. We're having dinner and I bring it up. She says, why didn't you tell me? Well, if I had told you, you wouldn't have allowed me to go out again. Se quedó sorprendida y se empezó a reír. She's still shocked, but then she starts laughing. Te, y me dice, te digo, es verdad, hijo, dice, existen, existen, dice. She tells me, I told you it's true. They exist. They exist. Maybe the chaneques were protecting the turtle eggs. Ahí era su espacio de vida. Y nosotros llegamos a invadirlos. They showed up when we trespassed their territory their land, their home. Pues no sabía, no asimilaba, y decía yo. I still can't wrap my head around what I saw. It was so scary. I am thankful that nothing happened to me. Qué bueno que no me pasó nada, <laughs> decía yo. If I ever have kids or nephews, I'm gonna tell them all of these stories. Les recalcaré siempre que tengan cuidado al andar de noche y que no lo tomen a broma. I'll be very clear with them. Be careful when you go out at night. Chaneques are not a joke. Meses después, decidimos con mis amigos, con el mismo grupo de amigos y con Don Tello. Months later, the same group of friends and Don Tello, we decided to go camp on a beach that was very close to the one where we had the encounter. We stayed the night there. And I think... Y llegué a pensar, a ver qué onda, a ver si vemos algo. Le digo a Don Tello, a ver si volvemos a ver. What if we see something again? I tell this to Don Tello, but he laughs it up. Instead, he offers me some turtle eggs that he had. And I try some, but I don't like it. Prefería mejor pescado. I'd rather have fish. O otra cosa. Or anything else. Thank you, Saulo, for sharing your story of the spooked. The story was produced by Spooked Story Scout and producer Eric Yanez. Of all our Spanish speakers, Eric, 
He is also the producer of a horror fiction podcast you are going to love. Go and search for Sycophonias wherever you get your podcast at Sycophonias and it's spelled P-S-I-C-O-F-O-N-I-A-S. The original score was by Leon Morimoto. Some folk, they inherit their mother's good looks. Maybe they're passed down some of their grandfather's charm, but some people, they glean very different talents from the family tree. In fact, some of their skills are set to skip a generation before once again reasserting more powerfully than ever before foresight, healing, divination, projection. Do you know someone that is an inheritor of powers that they themselves question? Perhaps that person is you? If so, if so, I would love to know all about it. Matrilineal, patrilineal, we do not care. Please share your story. Spook at snapjudgment.org because there's nothing better than a spook story from a spooked listener. brought to you by the team that knows how to navigate by animal sounds through the dark waste except of course for Mark Ristich he just keeps banging the GPS with a tent pole there's Davey Kim there's Chris Hambrick Leon Morimoto, Teo Ducat, Marissa Dodge Zoe Frigno, Ann Ford Yari Bundy, Eric Yanez Cody Harjo, Lola Abrera Doug Stewart and Miles Lassie the spook theme song is by Pat Mercedes Miller. My name is in Washington. It might not happen next week. It might not happen next year, next decade, but let me tell you something. It's a story that's older than time. It's that people will always find exactly what it is they're looking for. And the problem is they don't realize what they seek until it's far too late. And if you're going to venture off the path into the dark forest, please at least... Take the most basic of precautions. First and foremost, whatever you do, never, ever, never, ever, never, ever, ever turn out the lights. This story was summoned in the dark of night by KQED and PRX.